Thank you for joining us today on our program. Today, we're going to be looking into the life of a Maori Pacific Island DJ. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to be talking about covering different subjects, about how, what they do when they're prepping themselves up for a function, for a gig, for whatever event that you may have. And for today's series, I'm going to be covering, talking about the two different types of DJs. Obviously, there is a, a few types of different DJs out there. There's radio DJs, there's club DJs, mobile DJs, and so on and so on. But today, I'm just going to be focusing on your club DJ versus your mobile DJ. Now, these views that I'm going to be talking about are just my own personal views. So don't take it to heart or don't quote me on any of the stuff that I'm saying. Basically, I'm just going to be going on just my views and throughout my experiences being both a club DJ and a mobile DJ. Now, I've been DJing for about 15 odd years, 15 years plus. So I've been in the game for a little bit. Um, majority of that has been mobile DJing. The difference for me when you're comparing a mobile DJ to a club DJ are the following. Um, as a club DJ, most clubs will already have the equipment there for you. Um, for example, they already have a mixer on at the venue um, and also some either turntables or CD players or a, a MIDI controller. Now, back in the days, everybody used to carry around crates of vinyls, you know, 12-inch records or the 45s. But these days, with technology being so advanced, replace the crates with either CDs or just carrying your laptop or even a USB stick. So technology has really, really advanced over the years and it's enabled us DJs to sort of do away with all the heavy carding of the crates of records and just carry a laptop bag. Now, the club, with the club DJ, people already, when you go into a club, week in, week out, you usually have a resident DJ, which is either a, you know, a guy or, or a female that's gonna be there every weekend, in and out, uh, Friday, either, either from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, depending on what nights the club opens up. Now, when you're going to a club or a venue with a resident DJ, you pretty much already expect the type of music that you're going to be hearing from that place. So as a club DJ, you don't really need to do much homework in terms of figuring out what you're going to play. A good DJ will always try and switch up their sets, um, so to speak, uh, so that you know they have a different type of flavor every week. But majority of the time, if you're going to an R&B hip-hop club, you're definitely going to be hearing R&B hip-hop music. Um, then might, you might get the odd reggae or something here and there, but majority of the, the music you'll be hearing from a club DJ uh, would be whatever that venue is suited for. Now, with a mobile DJ, it can be a little bit expensive because you've got to make sure you have your own gear. Um, sometimes the venues that you go to where people are, are holding their functions or the events these venues rarely have their own sound system. They might do, but the sound system is only really made for voice. So in terms of trying to pump music through their speakers, the, the sound quality is going to be so terrible. So you're most likely going to have to make sure you always have your own speakers, your sound system, and then whatever you're going to be using to play your music from. So whether you're using turntables, um, CD players, 
a MIDI controller or just a laptop, you gotta make sure you have all of this equipment ahead of time before you go to a function. The difference with the mobile DJ as well is that the type of music you're gonna play, there's, which is one thing that I really love about mobile DJs is that there's an open plan format. So you can pretty much play whatever sort of genre of music depending on the function that you're going to. For example, if you're gonna to go to a 60th birthday that you're gonna be playing it, you know, obviously you're gonna to have to be a bit more creative and instead of playing the top 40 hits, the top charts, you're gonna be looking at playing old school stuff, you know, a bit of um, so you know, sing-along jams and you know, a bit of rock and a bit of pop and stuff like that. So that is the great thing about being a mobile DJ. The great, th the other thing that I love about being, about being a mobile DJ is that you get to see all these different great venues, you know, the, and you see the the imaginations of people that they've put in to how they've designed their venues to look, or you know, just just the themes that they put on for these functions and stuff. So for me, as a mobile DJ, you know, when you do get a function or book uh, that or event that's been booked through, it always pays to sort of know what sort of uh, function it is whether you're going to be playing at a wedding, um, a birthday, uh, a farewell, or you know, a work do end of year party. You sort of gauge an interest or gauge what sort of genre of music you're going to be looking at playing. But it's saying that sometimes, no matter how many, how planned you are for your gig, sometimes everything can just sort of just go out the window, right out the window when you get to your gig. You might be thinking, all right, okay, it's a 21st birthday, so I'm going to be playing a lot of young music, you know, hip-hop stuff and that. You turn up to your gig and you see the majority of the crowd is, you know, mid-40s or, you know, late-30s to their early-40s, uh, which necess doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they're not going to be into the new stuff. It just means that you're going to have to be a bit more creative. So as a mobile DJ, you really need to know how to read your crowd. Um, and when I mean by read your crowd, you're going to be able to understand or look at your crowd and know what you need to be playing. For example, you know, um, how I normally do is I try and test the waters. For example, um, I might play a little bit of reggae or a little bit of, um, you know, 80s, a bit of 90s, and chuck in a little bit of new, so you know, some top 40, just to see what is gauging the crowd's interest. Um, and if they sort of react to that, then I'll play a little bit more of that genre. Um, but that's, you know, for me, myself, you know, as a mobile DJ, it's it's a lot more fun if you like having, giving yourself a challenge on trying to, you know, pack the dance floor, where sometimes, you know, as a mobile DJ, you know, sometimes the aim is not to keep the dance floor packed, but because a lot of people like to sit at their tables and they'll pretty much nod their head to the music and enjoy their drinks while they're at the table. You know, with a club DJ, a lot of their aim is to make sure the dance floor is packed. Uh, for myself, when I'm playing at the clubs, I also got to think about the fact that if the bar's not making money, when people are buying drinks over the bar and that, then I, I, I don't make money. So I've got to sort of weigh up the odds, you know, and think to myself, okay, if everyone's always on the dance floor, then they're not buying drinks at the bar. So I've got to make sure that, you know, I might chuck in a bit of a, a dud song every now and then so that people can go off the dance floor and go and refresh themselves with a drink or so. So it's just keeping that consistent flow. So for me, those are the two differences that I see with the club DJs and mobile DJs. Um, sometimes it is harder for a club DJ to come and play um, a mobile DJ's function purely because 
the fact that most of majority of their music might be just tailored to the club where they're playing it. So when they come and play at the you know open plan format, can get a bit hard for them to to get their flow on. But for me, you know, for someone who's looking at starting out as a DJ, do your research, um, visit a few different places, you know, see if there's someone that you can tag along with, try and pick up a few different skills where you can. Stay tuned for our next series. This is your boy DJ V, and we'll see you on our next program. Alright, one love, yassa!